Welcome to Get the Facts, Jack, a weekly podcast from Jack County, Texas, sharing factual information to the citizens of Jack County. I'm your host, Judge Brian Keith Humphreys, and my wingman to the left, no other than Mr. Frank Hefner, our Jack County Emergency Management Coordinator. Hey, Judge. What's, what's going on, Frank? Well, I'm just uh, getting back in line for the week, you know. Yeah. You had me on the radio Friday. How was it? Man, How do you like that? That was that was pretty neat. A little different than from recording to uh, to going live, but luckily we didn't kick the radio station off the FCC market. So <laughs> we didn't even have to use a uh, delay button on your your no. any of your comments. No, sir. We did we did fine, but uh, I think we were helping the judge out with the uh, with the animal stock show, and I think just so too. A good time. It was. We uh, had the opportunity to broadcast live on ninety four point seven KWKQ. Uh, on the radio station, and me and Coach Coach Tullis, we did the hog show on Thursday night, and then we followed by live broadcast on all day Friday. We did nine hours. That's a long time That's a to long be on the time radio. To be talking. You know, I didn't think I had nine hours worth of things to say, but my wife said you should listen to yourself. <laughs> I sat there and I watched you on your table. You had uh, it was almost like you were stacking dot Dr Pepper cans just. How high can we make it go before the day's up? <laughs> That's how we make those type of things. I didn't even eat a, I didn't eat anything. Uh, I ate a little bite before I came, but I never did, except just a couple of real quick uh, restroom breaks because it was just me and Coach T. Uh, we some we had to kind of like go and shift. So, but it was good. I think everybody enjoyed it. It was a great um, Jack County Youth Fair. Yes, I think. Everybody was very respectful of each other's um, space, and so um, I think for the, the the attendance as far as the um, in the bleachers was down. I think it was because people respected each other's personal decisions, and if they were uncomfortable about coming out, then they stayed home. They were able to watch it um, on live streaming, and so um, they they uh, could watch it on Facebook, and then they could also listen to us live on. On the radio, so yeah, it went great. You know, every every day they have an opening uh, ceremony, which does fantastic with honoring of the flags, and um, but the closing of that youth fair was something yeah. special. It really you just was. had to be there in person to to see the closing. Yeah, it really was. Are you talking about the uh, the the uh, senior showmanship? Yeah, and uh, how the judge walked through each senior and. Just really neat. It was he, touching. He did, a, he did a fantastic job. I will tell you, I, I had tears in my eyes whenever I saw a young man by the name of Lane Self. Uh, one of the things the judges did was is gave those seniors and senior showmanship the ability to ask them a few questions, kind of put them on the spot, kind of made them feel uncomfortable. And then basically they um, he said, you know what, I'm going to give you the opportunity. He said, let me have the, uh, the harness to your animal. They were all showing, I guess, beef cattle and uh said go go give somebody a hug that you appreciate everything that they do that they have done for you to allow you to be able to show your animals and lane went over and and uh, uh man grabbed his dad jim who is our manager at our tractor supply here in jacksboro and uh man that was one of the most emotional moments yeah. and then about the time uh he hugged his mom and he stepped back, and he looked in the ring, and his his sister was in the sh- in the show ring as well, competing for showmanship. And he went over there and hugged his little sister. And I mean, 
Man, I'm telling you what, if the if the dad hug didn't get you, the the, the sister, sister hug, hug got you yeah. for sure. And all so. of them, they all, every one of them kids did great, you know, uh, just giving acclimates to those who had helped them through their show careers. Yeah, it was a good, just it was a good deal. Very good show. Yeah, the judges, his name is uh, Dave Marcath, and he is the um, ag teacher down in Brock. And so, man, he's a huge advocate for these kids and dedication of the time and um this was his second and final appearance as our showmanship judge and i think he had to get on out and he was fixing to make his way out to uh odessa because he had some of his kids showing out there as well so yes. much accolades to uh our, our fair association uh, for who they chose to bring in to work and and uh, judge animals and judge our kids and they did a fantastic job. Good work done there. And our community needed that. I think right now, especially with all the civil unrest that's going on and all the controversy, um, you know what? I think if um, the rest of our country could experience and, and have some of the same spirit of cooperation, of of you know of community, of family, of God, um, I think our country would be in a little bit better position than what it is. Just come to Jack County. We'll show you how it needs to be done. That's exactly right. And and come to Jacksboro. Right. You know, our special guest today is Miss Valerie Monk. She has done a phenomenal job. She's recently been um, part of our Chamber of Commerce here in Jacksboro. And so, Valerie, it's wonderful to have you. And I'm going to give you this opportunity to introduce your guest. Well, thank you for having me. I'm uh, really looking forward to sharing with the community what it is a Chamber of Commerce does. Um, with me today is Charlotte Haston. She is our current board president. And she actually used to work as executive director of the Chamber. Um, what was that, six years ago or so? Six yeah, or 2014. Wow, so it's been a lot longer than that. In my mind, is still 2020. We just barely started 2021. And so. And Charlotte, you're, you're very involved in the Chamber. And so uh, now you're the board president. And so what are some things that are coming up that uh, – you know, it's always uh, many of us, community leaders, always have the opportunity to serve as um, a president at some point. And so what are, what are a couple of the things that, you try to, that you're going to try to accomplish this year for the chamber? Do you want to go over our goals? or um, Really, um, Leslie, I'm, I'm sorry when I call you Leslie, that's wrong. Uh, Valerie is really great at pushing shop local, uh, you know, eat local, and all of that really came into being because of COVID. Yeah, um, trying to help our our small town business owners, and um, she has really just kind of rerouted everything and just kind of pushed it all into that. And I I think the the I would think the businesses really appreciate that. I got to give you a lot of credit. It's hard to be the president of a of a group, and especially. Uh, you become the leader of leaders, so to speak, and and represent that. But also being willing to take that time, and so uh, I I get pushed in that situation many times. And uh, uh, so anyway, thank you very much for serving. So you know what we've always had an active chamber uh, in Jacksboro, and so Valerie, why don't you tell me exactly what uh, the chamber does uh, for a community, and what what really is the role of a chamber of commerce? So a chamber of commerce is kind of an advocate for its businesses and its community. Um, and so 
basically what I do, our mission at our chamber is uh, to support our membership by promoting commerce and tourism with the goal of strengthening a diverse business community. Um, Simple terms, I like to think of a chamber of commerce as like a cheerleader. Um, we, we do. We advocate for our businesses. We advocate for our, our community and um, what we can do to all come together. And I mean, supporting local, like Charlotte had mentioned, that is a huge goal of ours. Um, it's always been a huge goal, but COVID really brought that to light. Um, I actually had um, a great conversation with one of our businesses just this morning. And um, she said that she has never stayed open for late hours during holiday seasons before. And that this past Christmas she did and her doors were filled. She said she had people left and right coming in. She made more holiday sales than she had ever made before. And she said, you know, all these online companies, they couldn't ship in time. Mm -hmm. And even though people are trying to stay in and not get out so much, it's easier and it's better to support one, your community businesses, but two, you're able to find exactly what you need within your community. You might have to search a little bit harder or thoroughly think about that gift that you really want to get for somebody. But um, that was just so great to hear firsthand from her that um, all these pushing shop local efforts have really made an impact in our community. I love that. I, I, you know, and it was because of COVID and because of online shopping, it, the certainty of having your delivery before Christmas there was no certainty, no. and people kind of panicked because you know it was so convenient to order through Amazon. But guess what? All of a sudden, whenever the inability to get here before Christmas, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it really does it. It puts a spotlight back on local businesses, and I love to hear that. That that was a great takeaway, and people people appreciate that. You you can see exactly what you get, and you have peace of mind that you're going to get it that it fits exactly. <laughs> you know how many times have we ordered online all of a sudden you open the box and it's not the right thing yeah i mean really that that is something that uh we've actually heard responses that during this time frame that local um locally owned businesses have flourished because they had a social media presence and so is that something that the chamber helps uh local businesses with is is with their social media presence or facebook page and uh something like that you have a background in marketing is that correct um i do and absolutely um the chamber promotes its businesses if if our businesses are on social media we share that content we'll use that content in our weekly newsletters just to further get that message out um we also offer different trainings throughout the year as well for our chamber members that way if they're trying to learn how to enhance their web presence their social media presence, um, maybe how to create a marketing plan for the year. Um, We'll invest in those different trainings to provide for our members. So it kind of comes full circle. But um, yes, I do have a a degree in advertising and a background in marketing from Texas Tech. And so I've worked for different hotels and conference centers and different retail type businesses um, doing marketing and promotion for them. Most all of our listeners probably just absolutely fell in love with Valerie because they said she's a Texas Tech graduate. Yeah, just, you know it. You know how that is. That is so funny because truly people of Jack County and Jacksboro truly have a connection with Texas Tech. So tell us a little bit about how you came to Jacksboro. Tell me about your husband. You are absolutely adorable. You are now expecting your first child. Yes, I am. And so you're able to do all these things in promoting local business and at the still 
at the same time, you're becoming a new mother. So congratulations with that. Thank you. Tell me about your family. Um, so I'm originally from a much smaller town than Jacksboro, believe it or not. Um, my hometown has about 700 people. So I grew up in a very small rural community, um, went over to the big city in Lubbock and um, got my degree from Texas Tech. And that's where I met my husband, Colton. Um, he's from this area. He actually grew up and graduated from Graham, Texas. And uh, the moment we got married, I told him I wanted out. I wanted to go to a small rural community. This is what we grew up with. This is what I wanted to do. And so within a month's time, we were in Graham. And um, I guess not even a year later, I found myself here in Jacksboro working for the Chamber of Commerce. And it's been a blessing ever since um, with my background in uh, event coordination and marketing. It's just been um a great opportunity to work with these businesses and see um, how we can all work together as a community to enhance Jacksboro. You're just a natural at this. You really are. (laughs) And then being a small town girl, I mean, that to me, that's exactly what our director should be. I mean, it's a, it's a standout type thing. So I think you're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. Um, It is definitely a different role than I've played in the past, but um, it's probably been my favorite so far. Yeah, it's it's very rewarding. And, you know, Jacksboro really does have a unique spirit of community. Uh, it truly does, and it wants to see local businesses be successful. One of the first projects that I had the opportunity to work with you on is the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell you what, I have to be honest with you, um, one of the first times we were, maybe it was the second or maybe it was the third one, uh, probably October, it was the October market. I was on my way to Wichita Falls to go to their farmer's market, right? Why would we do that? Just because. I mean, we're thinking, oh, well, we'll go to the one in Wichita Falls. They were having, a, I think, a wine festival, and they were spotlighting all their local wineries in that area. And we thought, ah, that'd be fun. We were on our way out to West Texas, so we'd stop in. But I knew you had scheduled a lot of activities, and you had a lot of interest uh, for this. I think it was the October one. And then all of a sudden, I drove to the the square, and it was packed. There was was at least three sides of the courthouse lawn totally covered up with vendors. That was our largest market that we had had. I believe there was about 32 or 33 vendors at that market unbelievable and and i thought okay we got to stop for just a second we spent over two hours just talking and communicating and visiting with people that we knew that were coming to support the farmer's market what a genius idea and originally y'all have done this before but it was wasn't it held down at the chamber office it was held down at the chamber office and um we've kind of done a different spin on our farmers market compared to other um towns so most people do mainly just like produce only style farmers markets and um instead of going that route we've more leaned it towards an eats and treats so that it's open to different types of vendors who do different types of products in our area so we've got people who make candles we've got people who make jewelry um we even have a gentleman who makes his own coffee here locally oh wow and so it's been kind of an awesome experience to see the collaboration of both produce and just locally handmade crafted items come together and um going back to the whole shop local and promoting local it's been a great experience just from july through october is when we had the market this past year due to covid um some of those vendors were able to work with local 
businesses as well. And now their products are in their stores locally. Wow, that's so amazing. That is just unbelievable. And I'm so grateful that they were able to do that because it's just growing their local businesses. And um, we're actually going to start the market back up in March and we're going to run it through October. So um, our goal is to have eight markets this year um, on the fourth Saturday of each month on the square. And um, we're, we're going to start getting those dates out here soon. I'm working with uh, Judge Humphreys right now in the city on getting those dates uh, settled and everything. But we are planning on bringing that back here soon so that everyone can make their way down to the square. What a wonderful project. And I love that. And, and a matter of fact, you mentioned Smiley Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to visit with the owners and they made some recommendations and they told us a little bit of the history of their coffee products. And, uh, you know, everybody has a little bit different palate when it comes to coffee. And they made a recommendation of two different blends uh, to my wife, who's the coffee drinker of the house. And do you know, to prove your point or to validate it, a lot of times we'll buy our coffee at H brand. Because they are one of the local businesses that spotlight, and they have a supply of some of our local vendors. And that's a huge, Mm -hmm. tremendous success story. Um, And that all developed or was, uh, it just added to by having our farmer's market here on the square. And the farmer's market, we're... Our hopes and goals are, yes, we want our locals to come out to the square because it gives those businesses on the square an opportunity to be open on a weekend as well. But um, we want to increase tourism as our overall goal because if we can get those dollars here in Jacksboro, that'll make a huge you know, impact on the growth and what we want to see and those changes that everyone wants. It's just the baby steps to get there. Yeah, and we will. And some of it is, is we have to educate our community and, and what I've found is, is the community will get on board, but they need, this is a great vehicle. The podcast is a great way to get out information to our community and tell them what we're doing behind the scenes. So many times uh, people go, oh, well, you're the director of the Chamber of Commerce. What exactly does that do? Uh, you know, what does a county judge do all day long? I mean, is he just sitting up there and, you know, reading his newspaper? But this gives us a vehicle to be able to explain to our community, those that want to listen to be better educated, uh, a chance to listen and get just a little bit of a, a more intimate peek at what exactly your role is and the functions that you're doing. We've we've talked to Mike Smith. We've talked to Leslie Chalmers. And, uh, you know, there's an emphasis now for revitalizing our downtown. Yes. How critical is that for our local shop owners by having, um, you know, some momentum of, of, of creating a little bit of buzz downtown? So right. uh, what's, what's going on in your world as far as the revitalization? Does, your, does the chamber do much with that? Um, I work with Leslie pretty closely. We go back and forth and bounce off of each other with ideas. Um, she's also created a downtown Facebook merchants type Facebook page, and that's been a great resource for all of us to come together and collaborate on different ideas and um, some of the things that those business owners would benefit from or could, you know, just to push out those ideas. And so that's kind of been my role in this action is getting – firsthand information from those businesses, what it is that they're looking for or that they could benefit from, from a chamber standpoint that I could look into to give our members those added benefits to help them get to where they're going. One of the things that we're trying to do with with the farmer's market and, and kind of spotlight, 
spotlighting some of our local businesses is um, I, I've gone to the, the uh, commissioner's court, also to the vision group, also to the EDC and the, uh, the city council, is we hope to spotlight the northeast corner of our courtyard, our courthouse lawn, with a band shell. And so uh, we're in the development. We have some architectural plans for it. Uh, and we are in the process of gathering the finances to start that construction. I hope that we can have some sort of activity on our square every weekend because it has to be a, a, an attraction. And then if we can draw people to at least stop, and because, you know, like we said, all roads lead to Jacksboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great way. I was surprised when the farmer's market was here that how many people Drove past, stopped, and got out and walked around our, our square and enjoyed our community. Well, and that was actually um, what I was hearing from a lot of our vendors. I stop in two or three times during the market with all of our vendors just to check in and see how things are going. And the majority of them were saying that the people that they were sitting around and chatting with were from other cities. They were driving through on their way to DFW, Wichita Falls, Mineral Wells, etc., and um, they couldn't help but stop. They wanted to know what was going on. And then they made these, you know, great sales and learned of a new product. And now they know, oh, we know where Jacksboro is. And we know where we can get our locally made soaps and our locally made candles and car freshies and all these, you know, just different and unique products that they would have to, you know, go elsewhere or happen to find um, at a random store. They were able to find these locally handcrafted items on our square and people want that they yes, truly they, they truly want to be connected to that and we did experience that through through covid a lot of people somewhat fled our fled the metropolitan area and basically sought refuge in a smaller um a rural setting that's where they they found comfort out here and so and they do they have that desire to have that local connection with the vendors with handmade soap these type of things and so i just love that but you know what it's important to educate our vendors that if you didn't consider staying open on a weekend possibly a saturday and or staying open a little bit past five o'clock to allow to get some of these traffic the passer buyers then they would never experience that. So it's just bringing awareness of how they can expand their their market. It really yeah. is. And to kind of um, kind of a sideways take on what you were just saying um, with COVID and the pandemic and people staying at home and kind of adjusting to working from home. A lot of people are wanting to now work remotely, and they like the rural life and the smaller communities. I can't tell you how many now emails and phone calls that I get a week um, asking for Jacksboro information because they're considering moving here. Wow. And so that's another key part of my job as chamber executive director that I promote our community and I inform them of what we have to offer. And um, I mean, it's probably two or three times a week I get those calls and emails on wanting information about our community. And so the more people we can draw in and show them what we have to offer, the better. I love that you use the uh, example of a cheerleader I, because that's what I feel like I am. I'm a I'm a 24-7 cheerleader for our county, and that's what a county judge should be. I mean, uh, I have an obligation to encourage uh, and promote our county, and uh, you're kind of the same one. You're kind of the cheerleader that has to always be on. You have to have a smile on your face, and you're always to be attractive and to draw in 
uh, additional shoppers, businesses, attention to draw interest uh, to the city of Jacksboro. And so what is a normal day in the life? Tell me exactly uh, some of the things that you do behind the scenes that people would have no idea that Valerie's working on. So That's such a funny question. Um, My job, no no two days are the same. Um, Every single day is different. Um, Just for example, this morning, um, Charlotte and I and a few of our directors, we were down at ASAP and doing a business spotlight. Um, So that kicked started our day. And uh, tomorrow we've got a committee meeting for our banquet um, that's coming up in February. And then, of course, now today I'm sitting here chatting with you. Oh, yeah. And uh, letting our community know exactly what a Chamber of Commerce does. Um, later this week, let's see. Oh, we've got coffee at the chamber on Thursday as well. That is a great networking opportunity. Um, we really push this to our members to come out once a month. It's on the second Thursday from 8 to 9 at the Chamber of Commerce just to have coffee and chat. Um, let everyone know about your business, um, any sort of promotions that you're doing, how you can get involved for different community activities, um, various things throughout the year. And uh, that's this Thursday. It's open to non-members as well. Um, however, you know, that is a huge push for our members to just network and create those contacts. Is your uh, coffee with the chamber, is that at City Hall or is it at a, a local vendor? That's actually at the chamber office. Okay. So we provide coffee for everybody and um, you can bring your own coffee. Everyone, you know, everyone has their own taste on sure. coffee. So um, bring your own or enjoy ours. And we just sit around and we chat for an hour. And um, there's usually anywhere from, I guess, 10 to 20 of us that meet up once a month and just sit around and talk business. Are, you allowed, are you allowed to bring a dot, Dr. Pepper? I mean, if that's the way you get your caffeine, then absolutely. Hmm. I think that was directed towards <laughs> I'm me. just curious. Yeah. It's okay. I'm still too young to drink coffee. To drink coffee. There you that's go. That's what I say. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, but more, I guess, to the daily life of my job, I um, I work with our businesses hand in hand to see um, what's going on with them and how we can help promote them, um, any sort of specials that they've got going on and how I can help them get that word out. Um, we get phone calls and emails uh, walk-ins even daily. And so I will uh, direct those individuals to the business that they're looking for. If they don't know any businesses in town that offer X, Y, or Z service, I will point them in that direction. Um, and then, of course, I'm always seeking out different opportunities for our businesses, such as you know customer service training, social media and website presence training, um, pretty much anything that they've asked to profess- asked for or requested or that I think would be beneficial to share with them. Um, I'll send that to them usually on a weekly basis as well. So you mentioned that they, uh, that you have chamber chats. Yes. What a, what a great idea. Who actually came up with that initial uh, idea? Leslie Chalmers did, um, our previous executive director. That was something that um, she initiated and I'm moving forward uh, to continue to do. It's, it's such a fun sit down chat with, businesses we do about one a month and um, basically we just sit down kind of like me and you are and we chat with them and learn about their services and what they do in the community and uh, what they can offer potential customers because a lot of time you you will know the face of a business but you may not know all of the services the products where they come from um, anything like that and so we sit down with those businesses once a month and just kind of one-on-one Q&A five to ten minutes and 
get to know that business a little bit better. I love that. That's just a great way to use social media to spotlight uh, one of our local vendor, one of our local businesses, and give them that opportunity to share what's going on in there. So, Charlotte, you had mentioned that uh, being the president, one of the big kind of highlights of the year is the Chamber Banquet. So give us some details on the Chamber Banquet and when that's uh, – Gosh, it's just right around the corner, isn't it? Yep, February 20th. It's a Saturday. We've moved it from Friday to Saturday. I think we've had a, a little bit better response on a Saturday. Um, uh, Valerie came up with an awesome theme, kind of 2020. It's it's the masquerade theme. I love um, that idea. We are encouraging both kinds of masks. You know, you can even wear both where we may not see much of you. But um, So we're going to have a lot of fun with that, you know, the 2020 theme. But... Um, it's a great opportunity to come together and see, you know, those those award winners of the students, the teachers, the um, oh, the Gladys Ritchie Award. Those are all great awards that we, you know, we spotlight people that are great in our community. So um, looking forward to that. I think it's going to be awesome. And I want to say um, people don't think about this, and she would never talk about it probably, but since I was in that office, she has all these things you see her do, but she is also the accountant for the chamber, and she is, you know, she's the secretary for the chamber. She does all, nope, she doesn't have any staff under uh-huh. her. And so um, she does a lot and keeps it rolling, and um, she's doing an excellent job at it. So thank you, Charlotte. I think you are. I think it's amazing. I, you, But you do, you become the face of Jacksboro in a lot of different ways. And so have you had a pretty good response as far as the, the banquet? Are you getting some uh, feedback? Is it, uh, can people purchase tickets now? Can they go ahead and uh, uh, commit to a table? How does that, how does that kind of work? Absolutely. Um, we've already started making ticket and table sales. Um, and we will continue to do that up until about probably the second week of February. Okay. Um, and so if you wanted to come, just you and your spouse, you and a friend, you and a coworker, you're more than welcome to purchase seats uh, individually or as a business, you can purchase tables as a whole. And um, the whole, I guess, point of doing a masquerade is one, it's a great play on 2020. It's embodying the whole year in a sense, but we're also unmasking the best of Jacksboro. So we're going to be highlighting those individuals who went above and beyond in 2020, really stood out, made their presence. I personally feel that this community has done an excellent job stepping into all of the challenges that we were facing. Um, We are a smaller community, but that did not stop any of these businesses from thinking outside of the box and doing what they needed to do to survive. So in my opinion, everybody did, I mean, fantastic dealing with the circumstances. I need to. I just was uh, going through some of my mail. I'm embarrassed to say that it probably came in December, but I received my renewal for my membership to the chamber. Um, And so I need to make sure I I had full intentions of bringing you a check uh, as we were going to do this podcast. So, you know what, I've I've been uh, very fortunate to be an individual member for the last couple of years and want to continue to actively support our chamber and everything that they do. So how can somebody get involved? How's the easiest way to do that? Do they just contact you or... They can contact me. They can also contact any of our directors. Um, they are great advocates for the community as well. Um, we've got, what, six executive board members and uh, I think a total of 14 board members in total that also advocate on behalf of the chamber. Um, but they can contact our office. They can email me directly. Um, 
They can join online. At yes, they can join online as well. Um, we have just our standard membership rates vary on based on your size of business, um, as well as the sort of investment that you're wanting to be involved in. And so um, anyone who's interested in joining the Chamber of Commerce, I'd love to sit down, learn more about their businesses and their goals and um, how it is that the Chamber can help them get there. And it doesn't just have to be companies. It doesn't have to be businesses. I know I have an individual membership. Right. And so then also the Chamber supports me in that as well. So it's really open to just about anybody. Yes, it really is. I mean, it's a great um, community bonding type thing. Um how we were saying that the chamber is kind of like a cheerleader. I, my first initial response to what a chamber is, is kind of like the hub of information for businesses to come to. And so being a part of a chamber of commerce is so much more than um, just a membership. It shows that community collaboration between all of us working together for the greater goals that we want for our city. Um, like I mentioned, I get so many calls and emails a day on you know, referrals to different businesses. And it's a great information hub for somebody to come in, especially new to our area, and go to our tree of business cards and grab the information that they're looking for and ask for those recommendations. And, you know, as I travel across the United States, if I'm going to be either traveling by car or by airplane, uh, if I know that I'm going to be in a community, the first place I go to is I search on the Internet the Chamber of Commerce, because I know that they will give me an accurate source of information about things to do in our community, places to stay, places to eat, and the best of the best. And I love the little unique things, the little boutique or the niche type products. And I know that's a resource to where local merchants can use the chamber to get that information out. Absolutely. It makes a big difference. And so it's a great resource for for all of our small business owners here well, in Well, and they promote churches as well. So That's right. You know, we will we will take all nonprofits as well for businesses. It is a so and I love the description it is the hub for all the information. It's a starting place as it spotlights our community. So well, Valerie and Charlotte, thank you so very much for coming in and being a part of this. Uh, I think, again, it's a, it gives a great opportunity to allow our listeners to know you a little more on a personal basis. And uh, I think people can see a, 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 a really a huge impact of what you've done, the excitement that you brought to our community in just a short period of time. And thank you so much for serving as our president for the chamber. I know that's uh, uh, that's probably a thankless job, and people don't have a clue how important it is. But that's that's kind of the driving force, and you're kind of whenever Valerie comes up against something that you give her the support and the encouragement to keep going and to push through. So uh, I would encourage that all of our uh, listeners to subscribe to our Get the Facts Jack, and uh, we are available through uh, Spotify through iTunes, podcast. Um, we're also on Google Podcast now. So our numbers are really improving. It seems like it's a, a pretty popular source for factual information, Hefner. When you were as professional as we are, Judge, we're doing good. So <laughs> We are getting some feedback, and, I, and I would, I'm kind of surprised. It's all over the place. And uh, some people that I wouldn't even think would listen to a podcast – are beginning to listen because they're curious, and I guess they want to hear what's going on in our community. So any closing comments that you'd like to? You're not going to give us any information on your your uh, your new little girl? 
No, no information. That's going to be the secret. We can we can look forward to that in the. I can tell you, we're praying that the baby waits till after the banquet. Oh, that's right. She she is expected pretty soon around that time. So we're crossing our fingers and crossing our toes that we've got a little more time to get through banquet before she makes her grand debut. Well, congratulations! We're so proud of you. She might want to be a Jacksonian. You're right. She might want to be. Yeah. We're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be the chamber's newest little member. There you, you could, go. She could be the mascot. There you go. The yeah. face of the chamber. Well, thank you all both very much for coming on thank and being you. part thank of our podcast. Us. And it's been a great one. Frank Hefner, take us out. <laughs>